Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is... Sex. sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you. Let's also <laughs> talk about me. So sex. How do I? That's the problem when I wanted to do this topic. It's like, how do we talk about sex where it's generalized, even though you can't generalize sex? Yeah. How is How do we talk about sex with it not just being like an hour long of me talking about my asshole like softcore porn yeah or like aggressive hardcore porn (laughs) Uh, so i came up with an idea of answering the questions that we all know that you want answered without it being way too much information specifically referring to sean and i so we're gonna go to trusty google because i mean That's where everyone answers and asks all the questions. How should we start this off? Is gay sex? That's a good question. Is gay sex? Blank. Oh, I thought that was your question. I was like, God damn, this idiot. (laughs) We are sex. We is gay sex. Gay is sex. I feel like this segment would work well with like a Twitter Q&A, but nobody cares about us, so we can't do that. Really? I'm like, let me just ask all of our fans for questions. We're sitting here for five I'm hours. I'm like, mom, what do you want to know about my asshole? <laughs> okay, I'm going for it. Is gay sex? And nothing comes up. Oh my God, the first thing that comes up. Health issues for gay men and men who have sex with men. Fuck, that's triggering that's it (laughs) that's the only thing people are referring to um it literally censors the questions because if i put in is gay it comes up is gay marriage legal is gay fun is gay is gay sex comes up but once you put in is gay sex google just shuts you down it's the child child lock yeah julia must have me honest (laughs) she's like is gay sex no more for you (laughs) brie okay well should I should I ask Twitter? Let's get these balls rolling. <laughs> There's only two in this room. <laughs> it's way more than I'm used to. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a, a lot. lot of balls for you. Um, one of my fears with talking about sex is I feel like the lesbian and gay community are already so overly sexualized. Mm-hmm. When people are coming out, they feel like the first thing their parents are going to think about is the fact that they're having sex. And... There's so much in the porn industry with sex and gay sex. And it's just like such a big thing. Sex, yeah. It's sex. It's sex. gay sex. Sex sells, baby. It does. But I feel like because it's gay sex, there's like a little bit of a taboo to it, which is probably why it does so well in porn. And have you ever felt that? Like when you when you hear friends coming out, do they feel that fear? Did you feel that fear that the first thing they were going to think about is, oh, Sean's having sex with guys opposed to Sean is falling in love with guys or whatever. Not really, no. No? But definitely, I think I had other concerns than... Than that. Than that, yeah. Well, that's nice. <laughs> I, I feel like it's it's one of those things that if you're... If your significant other is meeting your parents and you're heterosexual... Oh, you know, actually, I kind of... But that's... It wasn't, like, when I came out. But no, when, but, like, when in general. When I brought somebody home for, like, the first time, I was like, I bet they're just thinking like touching each other's butts 
Right? <laughs> I was like, that's all they're thinking about. That's yeah. It. I don't know if... I, I just kind of get that feeling, like, in general, when people meet Julie and I, that, you know, in work settings, I talked about in the previous podcast that I brought her to a work party. Pamela. Uh, dirty old bitch. Pamela. And, you know, if we're in large family settings... Because of the, like, stereotypes and the whole, like, stigma of it, I feel like a lot of people's minds might go to, oh, Bree's having sex with girls now. Right. Opposed to... this is Julia, who she is having sex with. Yeah. Which is different, right? When a heterosexual person brings their partner over for a meal. Of course they're banging. Bang it out. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, I feel like people's minds don't go there because it's not a taboo in their mind. It's not something different. It's just the norm. So they don't even really think about that as much. Whereas when you're meeting a gay couple, it's the same reason that people might be okay watching a heterosexual couple kiss in public or on a TV show, but when they see a gay couple kissing, they feel like it's something taboo that they should look away. They like throw their TV out the window. <laughs> so I guess that's my- enough how to get away with murder for today, <laughs> Shonda. I see you and your gay agenda. <laughs> so it's 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 something that everyone does. I feel like I just want it to be taken as we're just talking about sex in general, but because this is not something that might be common for a lot of our listeners, it might be something interesting and maybe we can make it a little less taboo while making it fun and giving some information that I feel like some people feel like they can't ask mm-hmm. or they've only found the answers in porn, which is like a huge problem in yeah, itself. Yeah, that's not real sex. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, you're like, gay sex is fun, so just... Think about that. All sex is fun, right? No, just gay sex. <laughs> actually, it's a it's common misconception. <laughs> oh, my I think gosh. one of the problems that I had when I was coming out, like thinking about sex in the gay community, is that it is like a hyper sexualized, especially. I'm just speaking about the gay community. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like so hyper sexualized that I like. I would say I'm a like decently sexual person but i'm not like driven by sex like when people are like oh i did this for sex i'm like fuck aren't you like tired (laughs) you know so i'm like a sexual person but not like super sexual Mm -hmm. so when i was coming out i almost felt like i i was like oh i need to be more sexual you know like this is what the community that i'm going into so i kind of felt like almost had a disadvantage and like i had to prove myself like oh i love sex which like it's great but i'm not gonna like stay up after 12 for it you know (laughs) and it's funny because when i was kind of meeting people in the lesbian bisexual queer women community i didn't feel that as much i do think that's something that differs i definitely think it's yeah because there's definitely like if you think about think about like a a typical gay event Mm -hmm. we literally have dancers in like showers like yeah like humping glass dick out (laughs) and then i go to like a lesbian queer event yeah a different and, scene. Yeah. I'm like, where, why are there so many clothes on? I'm like, why is your coat check like actually coats instead of people coat checking like their shorts, which is a thing that people do in the gig community? No. Yeah. You can like coat check your entire outfit sometimes. So that you can be like yeah, close to naked. In like a jock strap. Oh my gosh. I feel like the thing that happens in the lesbian community is a hyper uh, expectation for romanticism in general. Definitely. So. While I think that queer women are getting follows and likes on social media for having some perfect lovey-dovey relationship. 
Is this speaking from experience? <laughs> I don't know, maybe, but a lot of the, <laughs> if you look at any like big YouTube couples out there um, that are two women or big Instagrammers, it's not them, you know, laying in bed naked together. It's not that at all. It's them, you know, on a cutesy date, kissing, cuddling, very PG-13, if you will. Whereas... Mm, that's not the gay community. No. When I go and see... And, you know, I have plenty of friends that have a lot of followers on Instagram that are in the gay community. And not ragging on it. Like, do whatever you want to do. I think if you want to show your human self to the world, go for it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It is interesting, the contrast. Whereas I go, you know, to some of my gay friends that have a bunch of followers and all their photos are in thongs. Definitely. Yeah. And that's like, great. You have a fantastic It's like them ass. together also. Yeah. But the couples thongs. too. Yeah. Couples together in They're thongs. They're like brunch, casual brunch. And it's like <laughs> them eating like pancakes like off their ass. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, but oh. actually, like, I would not be surprised if I was scrolling and one of the gay couples pages that I follow, it came up and it was literally that. Yeah. There wouldn't even be a shock value to it. No. It would just be like, oh, yeah, there's their ass. There's like, oh, yeah, he's having it. brunch. <laughs> Lovely. Those pancakes look fucking bomb. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, nothing wrong with that. But on the flip side, if I was scrolling in any one of the big Instagrammers or YouTube couples that are queer women that I follow... And I saw their ass all of a sudden. I would definitely stop and be like, holy shit, that's so-and-so's ass. Or like, holy shit. like What is this? There's their boobs and they're laying in bed together. Or like yeah. they're posing with their butts and showing in the mirror together. That's just not something you see. No. So it's it's weird, the contrast. There's like this big thing in the, I'll say the lesbian community, but you know, bisexual, queer, whatever community that because lesbian porn is so huge, you don't want to be viewed as that because you yeah. aren't lesbian porn. Yeah. And I feel like you don't want to get that sort of attention that, oh, you're going to get a bunch of like straight pervy males that like to watch lesbian porn following your account. Exactly. Because they're expecting photos of you and your girlfriend naked. And it's that's not the kind of attention that you want because it's just creepy. Yeah. And also they expect like a certain thing. Like even on photos of Julia and I kissing, um, I'll get like a DM every once in a while from a random account saying like, oh, if, can you guys send me pictures? Like whatever. Like you guys are so sexy. Blah, Wait, blah, blah, so you've blah. been getting my DMs this whole time? <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah. I, so it's weird. But like we're I all, that. I also think it's like partially because women are shamed for being sexual beings True. like you're kind of taught that like you're just like a pleasure chest basically <laughs> i love that term <laughs> a pleasure pleasure chest. chest but you know you're like you're shamed for being sexual beings whereas men are like yeah like get it yeah like you're getting so much ass and i think that if you just apply that to like a lesbian couple or a gay couple it just almost multiplies yeah. what we have put on it already yeah totally so well, it's like you guys already can just walk around with your tops off without getting shamed. Mm -hmm. You know, you can already do all these things. You can already talk about sex. You know, same thing. It goes back to being in high school. A guy has sex for the first time. He's so awesome and the coolest guy in school. The girl's a huge hoe, right? Mm -hmm. So it totally does go back to that, I think. And then the combination of that and not wanting to be the stereotype of what men think of lesbians, which is 
you're like giving a them fetish. some yeah, like, like a, a fetish yeah. that you're giving them some sort of entertainment that you're doing it for them. It's like, no, this isn't for you. Like we're in love. And it's almost like you're combating that by showing this is love. This is the same love that heterosexual people feel. And look at us, we're being cutesy, we're doing normal and quote unquote normal things that couples do. It's no different even though we're not in a heterosexual relationship. Totally. So it's kind of combating all that. I, I do think about that. I'm like, family members are going to look at this. You know, I know that I have old teachers that follow me and dance teachers that follow me and all this stuff. And I, it goes through my mind. Yeah. Right. When really, do I think that any of my friends would worry about posting a picture of the same nature if their boyfriend was just swapped in there? No, they wouldn't even have a question about it. Exactly. But I'm so hypersensitive to it being like sexualized. Definitely. Which is weird because I'm a very sexual person. Yeah. I just worry about it's sharing. It's weird to it. have to like have that pause for a second to think about it. Yeah. Odd. And also, we're literally wearing like flipping turtlenecks, and it's so not hot-cuts. sexual. And it's a shame because like it shouldn't you shouldn't feel that way. No. And well, I, considering there's people posting literally like their assholes. <laughs> right. Yeah. And how many times do you think we say asshole this podcast? Oh my gosh! Drink every time we say asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's going to the hospital tonight. <laughs> right. <laughs> Happy Monday. <laughs> but yeah, and then on the flip side, so I guess in a way, like, I'm totally envious of the ability to just put it all out there. See, but the, I think that's the flip side is because I think I'm envious of the ability to, like, show an actual loving relationship instead of two gays dating and being like, sh- we need to take another, like, shirtless, sh- sa- wow, <laughs> shirtless shower selfie. That's yeah. a lot of S's there. That is. Um, you know, yeah. I think both of us can uh-huh. see the damage that it kind of causes. I think some of it also, though, is that originally, mm-hmm. I think, like, some of the over-sexualization of the gay community probably came from the fact that, like, you were kind of fighting, like, what people thought of you, you kind know? Kind of a big like, fuck you It's a big system. fuck you. Yeah. But then also at the same time, I'm like, we didn't go through that struggle. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, this isn't Stonewall. <laughs> You know? Right. Yeah. So I think I understand where it came from mm-hmm. and why it continues, mm-hmm. but... And I, I do feel that. I feel like almost at this point, the fight is less, oh, there's gay people out there, and more, there's gay people, and it's not just all about sex. Yeah. Because that is, I guess, going back like to drawing the back. whole thing of, of when you're coming out and or me and Julie are meeting new people, my mind goes, oh, I hope they're not just thinking of us as brief fucks girls yeah as sexual beings yeah i hope they're thinking of us as we're in a loving relationship we really care about each other we do all the things that normal couples would do including have sex that's one component of it opposed to that's what we are so i get where that all came from because it was the big thing of like who cares if you think it's taboo like i'm putting it out there like yes i fuck men or yes i fuck women but now it's almost like reeling it back. Yeah, it's like I also we're actually we're like relationships. <laughs> yeah, and I like to be in relationships and do everything that a, any couple would want to do. Yeah, and um, I don't want anyone to think that I'm slut shaming them for doing that. No, I love those counts. Like I, I love, love sluts. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but it, it's just interesting to talk about because okay, for example, you don't have your ass on Instagram that yeah. I've seen yet. Yet, why not? I don't know. 
Yeah, like, is there, is there, have you made that conscious decision? Have you ever thought about, like, oh, this is, seems to be what gets the follows? Should I put more of that out there? Well, yeah, but also, like, moms follow me on Instagram. Yeah. So, I'm like, I don't really want my, like, childhood best friend's mom to see my butt. Yeah. But I also, like, no one follows me also, you know? Maybe if I was going to get more attention for my butt, but... But maybe they would if you had your ass shit, out. it's <laughs> like Catch-22. <laughs> no, but the reason I ask that is... There's definite times where I think, oh, if me and Julia were more outward of, you know, having a couple's channel or Mm -hmm. having whatever, I would probably have more followers. Yeah. That sounds like a really strange thing to say. No. But it's just there is an equation. Like a lot of um, big queer women Instagram accounts really take off when they have a couple relationship that are that's being followed People like to watch it because it's like watching reality TV. Whereas Julie and I, as much as we share and seem like we overshare to a lot of people in the internet realm, we actually really undershare. You're like a level one. Yeah. We're very like, okay, here's some pictures every once in a while with Julia. And okay, every once in a while, Julia will pop in a video. But we're not sitting down like actively talking about our relationship every week. Facebook living. Also, Julia doesn't even have social media. So it's not like we're posting things back and forth to each other. Yeah actively like tweeting and retweeting and oh baby I love you and then she posts a pic of me no it's really like one stream of me every once in a while putting stuff up with yeah showing that I'm in a relationship it's also weird though with Instagram because sometimes you know if you like take like a fucking bomb ass like not like a nude but you take like a picture of like yeah. damn sometimes I'm like oh I know if I post this it would get like attention yeah but I'm also like is that the attention I w-? it's an it's honestly like an internal struggle. It is I would weird. Say. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I want to be seen as more than that, but I also like, I want those likes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like that we're both being honest about that because I think any millennial, anyone who's on those accounts, those thoughts run through your head, whether, whether you act through on them or not. Like, exactly. we don't act on them because I know Julia is not comfortable with that level of sharing. While I wouldn't want it to change, mm-hmm. it's would be dishonest for me to not say that I haven't thought about it. Exactly. There's definitely times where I'm like a little bit envious, if you will, of people that have like two significant others that both love to share and overshare and they post videos together and everything like that. I'm like, oh, that's so nice. But that's just not the reality for everyone. Just as it's not the reality that everyone is okay with posting their ass on the internet or other things on the internet, but it doesn't mean that it's wrong or right. It's just where where you're at. Where where's your ass at? <laughs> That's where I was going for that. The other thing is is I know from knowing a lot of friends on the internet that do the whole couple thing like hardcore, like they really go for it. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is set up, and they will say that. Oh yeah. Like I, you know, I've been on trips with couples that are like influencer trips or influencer events, and they're fighting. Like my invite got lost in the mail. <laughs> They're like ripping each other to shreds and then there's a photo op and they're like, okay, hop on my back. Okay, give me a kiss. Okay, dip me, kiss me. And then the caption's like, never been more in love in my life. And it's like, okay, that was... Well, I know you're fucking miserable. Right? Yeah. (laughs) At least today you were. (laughs) Um, So knowing that, I also know that there must be a large part about it with the sex thing of you start getting the followers, you start getting the likes... Do you really want to every day take a picture with your boyfriend, as you said, in the shower, with your asses pressed up against the glass, or... And then I'm sure people must get, like, trapped in that as well. 
Yeah, like they're because in a cycle of that's what your followers expect because yeah. that's what they're there for. That sort of content, yeah. right? You're like, oh, today I'm gonna post a picture of my drawing, and they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Show me your asshole. Your asshole. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's same thing as if I don't post Julia for like a long period of time, just because we happen to not have gotten a photo that we like or haven't taken any photos because we're not in that mindset of we need photos together because she's definitely not in that mindset. People will message me and be like, are you still together? What she are you doing? Dead. I'll notice my followers start dropping. It's it's a thing. Like, Julia is the reason I have a following. Honestly, one. I, like, whenever I don't see her for a while, my hand hovers over that follow button. Right? Yeah. Like, what's going on? So I can see people feeling, like, that trapped of, like, wow, people are really here for the sexual nature of my content. Yeah. And it's like, are they really here for me? Are they here for my ass? Are they here for both? Who knows? Well, I think that also comes back to kind of how I was feeling when I was coming out, like not feeling adequate enough in terms of like my sexuality and having something to prove. And I think when I was coming out, like Instagram was out, but it wasn't the thing, you know? Yeah. So I'm sure that has just magnified if somebody was in the same position as I was in now to see like even just somebody with like 10,000 followers, like being so sexual and some young gay boy being like, is that how I'm supposed to show my sexuality? Like, am I doing enough? Yeah. Is that what I'm supposed to aspire to be? Yeah. And for a lot of people, that would be something that's comfortable. And a lot of people, they'd be like, hey, I like to have sex, but I don't want it to be something that I share with the world. Yeah. I don't think either are wrong. No, definitely. Because some days I'm like, fuck, like, that would be great. Yeah. Like, I look great all the time. I would just get so many (laughs) likes all the time. So I can definitely see both sides of it. Absolutely. I'm not saying, like, one is right, one Mm -hmm. is wrong. And then with that, with that, not really with that, but let's just try and find any way to get into this. OnlyFans. Oh. Oh, my God. This is a newish thing to me. Yeah. I think it's newish, like, in general, though. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the site's been around for a while, but people have just started utilizing it. Well, you know, people way. are getting poorer and poorer. So <laughs> <laughs> So people that don't know, listening, OnlyFans was created and still advertises as a platform for people to post content like you would on YouTube or Instagram, but get paid for it. So the way that they advertise it is okay, you're someone who's starting out as a singer-songwriter. Instead of just posting your video of you doing a cover on YouTube, you could post it to OnlyFans, and then people are going to pay either per song or per a subscription rate monthly to have access to those covers. So it's a way for people that are artists or just starting out to get money, get something back for their content. Because Or, or a lot of the time it was like... If it was a singer-songwriter, they would post their song on YouTube and then be like, go to my OnlyFans to see the behind the scenes of the creative process. Like, it was kind of a more in-depth paid for people that really cared about that person. Yeah. But now it's like, look at this picture. Are those butts? Who knows? There's a peach emoji over each one of them. Go to my OnlyFans to see it uncensored. Yeah. Like, the word uncensored and OnlyFans are so like fluid with one another. Oh yeah. So basically now what it's turned into, at least in a way that I've seen people start posting. I don't know if like the straights use it like this. I don't think so. That's that's what I was getting at. I feel like it's a very gay predominant 
It's like, put it this way. If I called up my sister, she's going to love that I'm mentioning her again because she listened to the first one. She's like, you're talking about me right now. Like, you would love that. Yeah. <laughs> love you, Brooke. But my, if I called up my sister right now and was like, hey, ask around in your group of friends, how many of them know what OnlyFans is? Not many would. Probably not. Probably not. Except for like the closeted ones. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Seriously. But, like, if you asked anyone in the gay community, they'd be like, oh, yeah, only fans. Only fans. Oh, you know. And you know? Not only would they know what it is, but they would list, like, four people in the room with an OnlyFans. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, have you seen so-and-so's Yeah, did you page? see the latest promo? <laughs> so, for those of you that don't know, aren't in on the OnlyFans promos, what people are doing now is they're using their Instagram or other social media platforms to post censored photos or, you know, photos in thongs or just not the full frontal nudity. And then you pay a monthly subscription with a link to their OnlyFans page where you're going to get those same photos and more unedited, uncensored, unfiltered. So basically nudes as well as nude videos. So basically it's... I don't know. What do you think about it? It's in a way it's taking away this taboo thing of, Oh, so-and-so is a porn star now. It's like, Oh, so-and-so has an OnlyFans page. Yeah. I think, I, I think there are positives and negatives to it. I think Mm -hmm. positively, like I think there are a lot of stigmas around people showing their bodies and slut shaming and all that. So I think it does kind of take away the taboo of like, Oh, he's a porn star because it's so accessible now. Yeah. Except on the flip, like it's so accessible now. It's like kind of scary. Yeah. It scares me the idea of going back to you saying about a young kid coming out and seeing their person they look up to on Instagram that has twenty k or whatever followers and they're posing their ass and then now they're seeing the OnlyFans thing and they're however old. Let's for the sake of legal reasons say they're eighteen and they've just come out. And they're thinking, oh, that's a way that a lot of gay guys are going to like me or want me. Mm -hmm. And they're throwing up these videos that are very provocative. And you can't get that shit back. No. The internet has seen it. Forever. And the unfortunate thing of being so sexually open with things like photos and videos is a lot of the world is not. Exactly. So when it comes to getting a career, getting jobs afterwards, even though... OnlyFans for the community has taken away that taboo of porn star. The rest of the world is going to see you as a porn star. Exactly. Yeah. So that scares, that's the part that scares me is like, really think when you're putting that stuff out there, if you're totally cool with it, if you're like comfortable with yourself and you're like the rest, if everyone I know in my life, if every employer and everything saw this, I'm cool because I don't want to work somewhere that's not going to hire me anyways. And like, that's my deal. Good for you. But I think because that taboo is gone, in a way, it scares me because I feel like some people, it's so accessible and then people are going to do it and then five years later they're going to be like, oh my god, I was a porn star for five years and I didn't really realize <laughs> Remember it. Remember that? That was crazy. <laughs> right? It's like almost too easy. Yeah. You don't even realize what you're really getting into. But also like the one fun thing is like, you know, if you like go to the grocery store and like a really hot guy checks you out, like now there's a better chance than ever that you can see his asshole. <laughs> Just throw out, like, hey, do you have OnlyFans? And he's like, what? Be like, never mind. Never, never mind. Never mind. And he probably won't even know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, come back a week later. Only brand, the cereal. <laughs> Did you get the cereal? Run. <laughs> Run the other way. But yeah, so I, I don't know. It's, it's, 
I feel like in a lot of ways, it's so awesome how open the gay community is about their sexuality. And then in a lot of ways, I think it kind of hinders us because people outside of the community might continue to see it as just some sort of fetish. Some sex cult. Yeah, and that that worries me in a way because while there is a lot of sex happening, probably more than in heterosexual relationships because gay sex is better, I'm sorry. (laughs) Because it's a competition and we're winning. (laughs) We're winning, check, check. (laughs) Um, It's still, yeah, it's still, I don't want that to be something that people think of as every relationship. But I do think it is kind of hard to find somebody with the same mindset. That's looking for just a relationship in your age? But I also know people that are just looking for sex and also sometimes have like, they're like, why are people trying to date me? Okay, so, so it goes both ways. Yeah. It's not like everyone's no. just... Because I think there's a perception too out there with a the grinder and things that it's just people wanting to have sex with yeah. each other. And well, then, it is. It's grinder. yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, what are, the, what are the other methods? Is there a different app? Like, I know for... I would say Tinder is more like okay. relationship-y. Right. Yeah. So grinder, if you want to lay Tinder. But it's all like a 10 step process, you know, like you see mm-hmm. them on Tinder, then you got to like check if they're on grinder. Cause then like, it, like oh. some people are exclusively on one or the other. Then you got to go find their Instagram. You got to see if there's any asshole pics. You got to see how many followers, <laughs> got to see who they follow. Like, oh my gosh. it's a full time job online dating. Let me tell you, <laughs> especially in the gay community. It is. And okay. With the, who they follow thing. From personal experience, I'm often looking for who do they know because have they fucked my ex? Oh, no. I'm like, who are they following? Are they following like just like guys that post pictures and like thongs? Like you got to go down. I'm like, who are they following? Who are their hobbies? People should not know how I (laughs) online date, but hey. I would never think, I guess, because there isn't really that in the lesbian community. I mean, there definitely is, but it's not predominant. Like I'm not saying that there's not lesbian couples out there that are posting these types of pictures it's just that they're harder to find yeah i would never think to look and be like oh are they following like pornographic type of Mm -hmm. photos is that all they're into is guys like you can like i'm like (laughs) this is so creepy so like anybody who i've dated like hey um, (laughs) but also even if you're like going through there you can literally usually like nail down someone's type as well Oh, like especially in the gay community like this is one gay in Vancouver I'm not gonna like say his name but I dated him when I was like 18 I think and he was like probably like at least 10 years older than me and like all the people he follows are like young twinkie people still to this day so I'm like you I was just your type you know right I just kind of we oh that's so interesting see I would never think to do that for me it's more coming from a place of (laughs) but also me being like I swear I'm like not crazy (laughs) You're going to cut all this yeah. out. <laughs> uh, from, from my point of view, it's more that I feel like the lesbian, bisexual, queer community of women is so small. Mm-hmm. I joke that instead of five degrees of separation or six degrees of separation, whatever the fuck it usually is, it's one degree. Like every person you meet, like every person you meet, you either have dated them they've dated someone you've dated they've had sex with someone <laughs> every you've person you meet you've either have <laughs> no i'm not kidding i'm not kidding i'm seriously not kidding hi nice to meet you shit we dated <laughs> if you go out with a group of like six people yeah someone in your group has either talked to them dated them or someone they've dated has dated them it's hard to find like someone that isn't intertwined in yeah. some way yeah yeah and it's funny because when i met julia 
I literally did the like mental check and I later found out so did she. And miraculously, we did not intertwine in any way. That's lucky. And we didn't like even know really anyone. And to the point that when I first met her, one of the first things she said to me was, wait, are you here with a friend or something? Meaning she thought I was like an ally Mm. because she was like, I've never seen you around. You've never dated any of my friends. No one that I'm hanging out with knows you or has even seen you before. Yeah. Something's not adding up. Like, did you just move here from out of town? Are you are you lost, sweetie? <laughs> Can I find your mother? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so for me, that's more the thing because, oh my gosh, me and my friend Dana literally drew a map. Have you ever seen the L word where they draw the map? No. However, me and my roommate, Lauren, have wanted... I'm just going to tell you what we are going to do. You tell us if this is what you were going to do. We were going to, like, get a big tack board. Okay, yeah. Put ourselves in the middle. Yeah. Put all of our friends around. Yeah. With string attached and then kind of do, like, peripherals and attached with strings, like, different colored strings, meaning, like, friends, fucked, you know, really map it out. Yeah. And then if you brought someone home and hooked up with them, you would bring them to the board and they would have to put themselves up. However, they would also have to, if they knew anybody, have to tack their relationships. Fantastic idea. Yeah. Also. Okay. That's kind of what we did. But maybe like, once extra. again, I'm not crazy. <laughs> It's like, watch out when you go on a date with Sean. He's going to hand you the tax the second you get back. You want to see my board? (laughs) Okay, yes, but also no. Okay. Because that seems very, that's like creepy, but Pinterest creepy. Because that seems like elaborate and also like aesthetically pleasing. (laughs) I'm like, about this yarn from Michael's? (laughs) Whereas ours was, we were having drinks one night and we were like, we should write us and then anyone we've dated the reason it came up initially is because dana went on this thing where she slept with like three girls that i had slept with Mm. after i slept with them so then it was the ongoing joke that she's just like following my trail yeah (laughs) so then we decided that we were gonna um put ourselves on the board put the people we had slept with on the board and then put anyone else we had slept with and try and connect them Mm -hmm. it was frightening oh yeah and that was just from like maybe a half hour of a laugh over a couple of drinks. Like I can't imagine if you actually took the time to do it. So on the show, the L word, that's where we got the idea. They do this with like all their friends, but it becomes like an online thing where you can add people and people can right. add themselves and who they slept with. So you see the connections and it's, it's everyone is it's, it's a web yeah. of lesbian bisexualness. Oh yeah. And it's actually a problem because any of my single friends, they're like, I have to move cities at this point. <laughs> we kind of had a similar thing in high school mm. where um, our high school had a nice mono outbreak. So <laughs> oh we tracked it and we would be like, okay, this person has mono and now this person has mono. So like we saw them hanging out of the courtyard. So like... Um, my powers of deduction say that they like hooked up and we literally had it tracked and it was called the monorail. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> oh my God. You can't hide from me ever. <laughs> so this goes deep for you. Holy shit. I'm fucking nuts. Hey, like watch out. <laughs> like, if, you, if you date, like, do you do like background checks on people that you've dated? I can't tell you. Yeah, yeah, that's secret safe with you. Yeah, we'll keep some of my secrets 
hidden. I'm also really good at finding people on like Facebook. <laughs> like this girl. You couldn't find Julia though, and I couldn't either when I first started. Dating. I also didn't really try that hard. Okay, though. fair. This girl that we I went to high school with literally changed her name, moved away, wasn't friends with a single person that I knew on Facebook, and I found her. <laughs> That poor girl. She's like, please, Sean, I'm like, leave no. me alone. <laughs> There's no escape. <laughs> You're on the monorail. <laughs> I just had to notify you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're next. If you've been listening to our podcast, then you've heard me talk about inkblottherapy.com. As you may know, Sean and I are both huge believers in therapy and checking in on your mental health. And inkblottherapy.com is a really cool new way to do that without the more old school stresses that therapy brings. It's a completely online platform where you get to pick your therapist. You can pick them based on the topics that they specialize in, such as LGBTQ. You can pick them based on their religious knowledge, their language. So basically you get to pick the therapist that makes you most comfortable, which is amazing. And if you head to inkblottherapy.com, your first session is going to be completely free. So I know all of you are heading to your local gyms for that free session. Do the same for your mental health. It is just as, if not more, important. And a huge, huge thank you for Inkblot Therapy. So thank you. Thank you. So we're just going to take a slight break from all those sexy times and slow it down to something a little quieter. And this is our segment called... So, this episode, I'm very breathy this time. (laughs) I feel like Britney Spears. This time, since our episode is sex-themed, we thought we'd give you a little doozy for for a sound. So, why don't you fire away in the comments about what you think this sound is on this week of KSMR. I just love saying KSMR. Yeah. That's, it's great. I also feel like I sound ten times sexier when I talk this quietly. Yeah, I'm like, wow, anybody who's ever met me in a library is hard as a rock. (laughs) Lucky them. Lucky them. We tried to ask for some typical questions about gay sex on Google. However, it child locked us after you (laughs) typed the word sex. So it kind of limited our options. So Brie asked some questions on Twitter to her loyal followers. And she got 79 likes in a half an hour. And she has 22 (laughs) comments. And I said, Brianne, what is it like to be popular? Please tell me. (laughs) (laughs) So great. (laughs) No, but actually the weird thing is it didn't lock me out when I said is sex, but as soon as I wrote is gay sex, it locked me out. Not only is it a child lock, but it's a homophobic child lock. Exactly. So, uh, oh, this is a good question from Stevie. Mm -hmm. What is the gayest sex act? I mean, to me, which is really weird, and I'm sure it's based on social stigma growing up, and I'm sure that I have like some embedded internalized stuff with that. Mm -hmm. Immediately when I read that, it was butt sex. Oh, me too. But it, maybe that's just my mind, you know? 
That's just what you're drawn to. So. I was like, hmm, butt sex. What but, was the question? <laughs> isn't that weird that I am a lesbian in a lesbian relationship and I don't even think that's the gayest yeah, thing? Yeah, like, focus on your own shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah, I guess... I don't think that there is an answer, but it is interesting to note that both of us said butt sex. Yeah. That's where my mind went, even though I don't think there is any act that's the gayest. No. But also, if there is, tell me what it is. Because, like, <laughs> I will do it. I want to hear it. Okay, this is a good question. It kind of relates to the first one. Okay. Um, Why is it gay and not just sex? What are gay sex acts and what are straight sex acts? These people are getting deep. I like I wanted like easy questions. I didn't know I was gonna be on like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Um, <laughs> did you like catch the look in my eyes? Like <laughs> I was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even really know if you were getting it. Bitch what got I'm me saying. fucked up. <laughs> right? But it is interesting to think about because I guess when we were talking about butt sex being the gayest, there's guys out there that are heterosexual that like to be pegged. Yeah. So their girlfriend goes by a strap-on, and so then is that butt sex gay? No. It's a heterosexual sex but act. also, like, is two guys having butt sex gay? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Is it, though? What if it's just a guy that likes butt oh, sex? Oh, what if they're, like, heterosexual yeah. is what you're saying? See, and I just assumed the gayness. No, that's, I think that's what the question's asking. That's why it got me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I don't know. I mean, and it once again, like... In lesbian sex, okay, there's fingering, there's uh, oral pleasure. Those things are all done. <laughs> the look on Sean's <laughs> face right now is pure fear. We can talk about butt sex all day. It's flying right over his head. And no, it was fingering. the fact you said oral pleasure. Well, like it was I, like, what else I is it going to be? I think I said oral, oral nightmare. <laughs> so there's finger banging, there's eating out. But those are things that happen in heterosexual relationships. Exactly. But also, couldn't you still identify as straight and partake in a quote? Absolutely. Gay? Yeah, like this question. It's Girl, deep. this is and a you know what? thesis question. Okay, this is going into a whole other thing, but we might as well since Uh-oh, we're here. Here we go. What is it? Here we go. Get ready to edit it all out. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting because a lot of the things that I think of as sex aren't considered sex right is that what you're going to talk about yeah i all we always have this discussion me and like my lesbian friends as well i don't think it really counts with like gays it it more makes sense Mm -hmm. but literally like we would always just like get drunk like me my like gay best friend and my like my lesbian best friend and Mm -hmm. we would just get drunk and talk and one day drunk i was just like what is your sex (laughs) like (laughs) what and i know that's so ignorant but literally like if you you don't now I know yeah like it makes sense to me but but it is it, it because you know? a lot of people that are heterosexual for example growing up in a heteronormative environment in high school people would not say that they had sex unless the penis inserted into the vagina mm-hmm. so that's when they had sex anything before that was hooking up however I always I'm like what do you consider hooking up right yeah however in a queer community if someone went out and did what heterosexual people or maybe some other people that are in the queer community think of as foreplay a lot of people would say they had sex yeah you're like home home run right so it's it's a weird thing of like what is sex and i think the answer is just whatever it is to you is sex definitely because there's some people even that 
identify as lesbian that I know if I talk to them and it doesn't get to a certain point, if you will, in the foreplay, they'll be like, we hooked up. Okay, so this is an interesting question. I am a lesbian and a virgin. What advice would you give me for my first time? Now, this is a tough question. I guess I'm kind of answering this one. Because <laughs> you were asking it like very towards me. Yeah. yeah. Like, Are you ready? I feel backed into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> the tough part is, is first of all, I think this is a very um, polarizing subject. I think virginity is a total social construct. Mm -hmm. Science backs it up. Um, the hymen people is a donut, not a envelope. So look that shit up. Did you not know that? What? Oh my God. Okay. So an envelope. Okay. Meaning like <laughs> a lot of people think it's like totally closed off. In the oh, vagina. right, right. Get it. Right. Why an envelope? That's a weird. I don't know. Like an envelope. Like, like it's a donut makes sense. Donut, like an enveloping like thing. Like no, closed like... off. Okay. Sorry. I used the wrong word. What would you have liked? Saran wrap. Okay, saran wrapped. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If I had a freaking diagram here, <laughs> yeah. I'd show you. It's not. It's a donut that comes in various different shapes. So if you can imagine the donut hole being bigger or smaller in different people. Right. So there's people that the first time they insert a tampon into their vagina, it they bleed not only because they're on the period, but from tearing the sides of the donut, if you will. Oh, and so it's not like breaking. No, you're not it's breaking kind of... anything. There's tears that happen and it repairs itself to a certain extent. That's why some people, the first it few times, times they yeah. have sex, it can bleed. It's not okay. like one pop and then you're done. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes just naturally think of it as like getting your ear pierced after so many times of putting the piercing in, it's going to stop bleeding because it yeah, heals it's where it. the tears are and yeah. it's used to it, right? So I think it's just like some big social construct. There's a lot of scientific proof with that. I worry about that word and people putting too much weight on their virginity. If it's something that makes you happy to do, then by all means. If it makes you feel empowered, by all means. But if you think of it as something that's making you feel like, oh my God, if I give it up, I'm going to look a certain way. I'm going to feel stressed about it. don't give it up, I'm going to look a certain yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Then I don't think that you're being fair to yourself or your body because scientifically it's just not a thing. Mm -hmm. It should be something that you're choosing for yourself as an emotional stance, but it's not that you are any less or more of a person once you lose your virginity. But I also think, like, uh, hymen aside, yeah. like, I could partially answer this question too because it's like, what do I recommend? literally like doing it not somebody that you like care about or in love with like i don't think that is I, that certainly wasn't my case but like do it with somebody that you trust absolutely and like are able to have like an open discussion with absolutely like you don't have to be in love with them i don't give a fuck mm -hmm. love also may be a social construct yeah. come again <laughs> we'll get back on that one we'll get there yeah yeah but like honestly if you're with somebody that you feel safe mm -hmm. that's like i think the most important thing yeah you yeah. know what? At the end of the day, what's really important to keep in mind is that we're all going to be dust soon anyways. <laughs> oh my god. Don't even get me started because I was watching Conspiracy Theories today and the world is ending on April 18th. Oh my gosh. This is an amazing question. This is from someone named Blake. Surveys say lesbians are better at pleasuring women. What's their secret? I like satisfied customers. <laughs> Yeah, Blake, my yes, man. Blake. I hate I him. That. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think it comes back to what we were saying before. I think that 
a big part of it is communication. I feel that a lot of times, um, especially talking to my friends that are heterosexual males, they feel that they don't know what they're doing. They're uncomfortable so that they don't ask. Right. And in turn, the girl that is being pleasured feels like she'd be rude if she said, do this, do that, don't do this, yeah. don't do that. When really that's what everyone's there for. Like, yeah. Own your shit. You know, like if you You're want like, hey, something. Two inches to the left. <laughs> yes. You know, say it. And as a guy, ask, you know, yeah, exactly. Say like, is like, this, are like you... what do you, what do you like? What do you enjoy? Do you like this? Do you want it harder, lighter, more, less? I faster, also slower? think that poor Blake, I think he's at a disadvantage because oh, yeah. all that is true. Like I think mm-hmm. communication, all that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, but I'm, I have I'm, a vagina. I'm, I'm, exactly. Yeah. Like, all vaginas are not the same. All dicks are not the same. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I'm like, I know but in a ballpark what this feels like. Yeah. I know in the ballpark what to do, what not so to do. True. So Blake, so true. get a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, right? So, like, definitely there is an upper hand when you have two adults with the same genitals because you, you, you get what's happening down yeah. there, right? So, um, you know, what spots like to be pushed in general, um, although some people clearly like it. And you know what? Vaginas are so different. Yeah. This was wild to me. When I was younger, because, like, obviously you look at your vagina, and then growing up you have a vagina, you know you have a vagina, and then maybe you date the first person or you sleep with the first person who also happens to have a vagina, and you're like, oh, okay, that one's kind of different, whatever. And then the more vaginas you see, the more different vaginas are. Yeah. Like, wow. Did that ever surprise you with penises? All the time. Like, whoa. So like, different. Penises, yeah. I've seen them all. And then I'm like, what the actual fuck <laughs> right? is that? So there is, I think a big part of it is communication because everyone's got something different to work with. Yeah. Because some days I'm like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> How do I work it? <laughs> and I think if you don't have someone that you're actively seeing or that you're sleeping with and you're communicating and you're kind of like learning that experience with... Honestly, do a Google search, not on a porn site. Oh my God, do not watch porn to learn how to eat someone out. Please, God. Blake, no. PSA, like, take everything you learn from porn and throw it out the window because any lesbian porn I've seen, and I'm sure there's some out there that's that's working, you know, and good for them, but, like, the majority is, like, oh my God, if someone did that to my vagina. Like, it's, first of all, mostly the nails. Well, the nails. the nails. And then also they're not even touching the clitoris. So it's like, you're like, where are you patting the <laughs> vagina? Like, they're literally like smacking the like labia and like aggressively rubbing the labia and expecting something to happen. Like, the labia hardly has any feeling. Right. So it's it's just like, what are you doing down there? So I worry for a lot of heterosexual males that they're watching they're porn. slapping those labia. And then they're like p- down there pinching and rubbing the labia. And like no wonder everyone's girlfriend's like, he still hasn't found my clit in two years. Yeah. Like He's still on the fucking labia. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Next question. Oh my gosh. Is going over three hours of sex too much? Holy fuck yes. Yes. Oh my god. Way too much for me. For me. I mean, oh. if there's people out there that are lasting more than three hours, and I don't mean in an orgasm sense, I mean in a, I'm just done here. Like In like an upper anymore? body strength, you know? <laughs> in like just tired. Also like, I'll, I've said this so many times, who has the fucking time to do that, you know? 
Yeah. Like, oh. I have laundry to do. I'm like, <laughs> can you? Also, like, my asshole hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Drink, he said asshole. <laughs> there are, they're passed out. <laughs> I don't know. You do you. Okay. Um, oh, my God. This is, like, the worst question. This actually gives me, like, PTSD from hearing so many uh, heterosexual people ask this. Why do lesbians need strap-ons when they could just be with a man? So I'm going to answer that one next. <laughs> right? Yeah. Can we just next that? Yeah, fuck that. I fucking hate that question. That, like, Block really that person also. That sickens me. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Why is a woman and a woman who have sex viewed in society as better or sexy than a man and a man having sex, in quotes, disgusting? Sexy sex. They said. <laughs> like I, I appreciate disgusting. the quotes. <laughs> yeah, that they didn't just say, like, <laughs> disgusting. You're disgusting. Yeah. But it, that's what we were talking about earlier. It's this weird thing that yeah. it's, like, the most taboo when we said, the, the what's taboo. the gayest? Yeah. The butt sex. The butts. It's all about the butts. The butts. Brianna asked, is scissoring a thing? Are you, am I answering this thing? <laughs> I want to know what you think. Well, from all of my heavy research on scissoring, <laughs> it is not a thing. No, because obviously not. slamming those labia together isn't going to do anything. <laughs> and it's like all they do in porn. Do they, I, I've never watched. Actually, like probably I have. I, but also, like, it's not that it's not a thing. It's not that like people don't do it in relationships. It's just that I think it's become that they think that that is what lesbian sex is. Yeah. Like, lesbians do all the other stuff, and then they're like, okay, now we're having sex. Scissor! Like, <laughs> like run at each other from across the room and just, like, <laughs> just meet wow. mid-air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, it is funny, because that's, like, it's... It's not that it's not a thing. It's definitely one component in something that certain couples might like to do, but it's not the thing. Okay. And I, I think it's much less a thing than people would think. Yeah. Like, why? Also, I would just like to take the people that think it's a thing, and I just want to take them to a room and, like, try to get them to, like, scissor someone else. Because, like, it's that's hard. hard. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say this. Probably, well, I, I'm not going to start counting the times, but Probably, it's not a lot. Yeah, one, it's two, enough three. that I could count, right? Like, it's not something that I'm actively, typically doing. Okay. Okay? It's, it's definitely enough that I could count. And every time, it's like, this is, your bodies are not supposed to fit together this way. Like, it takes no. some, it takes some, like, origami, like. It's like Twister. Stuff. Yeah, it's like Twister. Yeah. And then your, like, hips are turned the wrong ways to go against each other. It's like. There's definitely ways that you can get into it that you can do it. But then while you're doing that, I kind of feel like I'm self-conscious in that position because it's like a really weird, like, twisted position where, like, my rolls are hanging out. And that's, like, a me thing. Like, if yeah, you it just if got really... You do you. But, like, <laughs> but that's, like, that's, like, how I feel when it's happening. So it's just not something I enjoy or position that okay. I enjoy or feel, yeah. like, ultimately sexy in. Okay. So it's just not really a thing. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> but, like, for some people, maybe they just love that. So who knows? But and all the power to them. Yeah, but for predominantly, predominantly, in my friend's group, where there's two people with two vaginas, that it's, is not really a, no. a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not really a thing. Okay, this is a good one. If you could waltz into high school sex ed class and shout 
off quick gay sex advice before the teacher kicks you out what would it be i thought this question was just gonna say if you could waltz and i was like fuck i wish i could waltz <laughs> thank you sammy because that's a really funny question and i think that's actually like a huge problem is that a lot of the people listening probably don't know these answers because it is not included in yeah. sex ed sex ed is so heteronormative that if you are wanting to do anything out of the realm of a man and a woman a vagina and a penis and cisgender, heterosexual, perfect little couple, white picket fence relationship, then there's no information. Yeah. So what, you're running into a high school class. What are you screaming? Um, I guess I'm screaming virginity isn't real. <laughs> Hymen is a donut, not an envelope. Sex isn't only penis into vagina. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck who you want. And do it safely. I think I'd probably be like sprinting full around the room, just like my neck, my back, like my pussy. My crack. Um, yeah. No, I would probably just be really. screaming like, communication is key. Yes, consent is <laughs> like, key. Just that's it. Nothing even about gay sex, just that. So I'm looking at all the questions online, and there are so many, which is awesome. And we could probably sit here for days and talk about sex. And we want to. So we're definitely going to make sure that there's some episodes in the future where we delve deeper, pun intended, into some of these topics more individually so that we can really like get into them. But for the sake of time, we're going to move on to our next segment, which is I Can Explain. And today I will be asking Sean a question, as always, to do with our theme, which is a general theme today of gay sex (laughs) which the more i after answering those questions the more i say gay sex i'm like what What is is sex sex Sex. it's just sex we're all gonna be dust (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh yeah seriously so my question to sean which if you've listened to our podcast before you know that basically i'm asking sean something that he could very well know nothing about And he's just going to have to bullshit through it and give it the best shot he can. Um, Or he might know exactly what the answer is. And then, hey, we learned something. I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) You're looking at me like, oh my God. What is it? Sean's had some guesses too, and they've been so wrong. So, okay. So, for I Can Explain today, Mm -hmm. I would like you to explain how... Two humans with vaginas can have safe sex. (laughs) So in this case, in this scenario, let's refer to it as a lesbian couple, assuming both have vaginas. And I would like you to let me know how they can perform safe sex. You see, the trouble with this is... I'm going to sound so fucking ignorant. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's kind of the purpose of this segment. But it's like, I'm not ignorant. I just hate vaginas. Um, <laughs> okay, but this is the thing okay, with this segment. Like, it's funny. No, it's no, funny. funny. Give it a shot. No one's judging here. Okay, so, safe sex. Don't touch each other. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to be good. Because Sean has a lot of lesbian friends, but I was like, the one thing he might not know about lesbian sex is Why? how to do I, it Because I wouldn't ask that. Because that's a weird... Yeah, that's um, a strange thing to ask. Uh, hmm. Okay, so... Two vaginas. Yeah. Um, I think I know one thing. Okay. Because I think it's, like, the same for, like, guys. It's, like, there's... I don't even know what they're called because <laughs> I've never used one. Oops. Um, those... <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe I'm so wrong. Those like things for your mouth. What are they? Dental dams. Dental dams. I think that's only for oral though. I would assume because <laughs> it's dental. I'm um, so shocked you actually got dental dams. Like most guys wouldn't even get that far. I like. So. I think that's also like you're supposed to use those sometimes if you're like eating out an ass. But like, it's yeah. the time for that. <laughs> also, I I genuinely don't even know where like to find one. <laughs> okay, Julie and I were talking about this the other day. The problem with dental dams is that they're like the unicorn of safe sex in that like people know they exist but where are they or have you ever seen one in person honestly no so yeah dental dams okay um but couldn't you just use like a plastic bag or something (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you know what i think i've seen some stuff on like other things that you can use but like like diy okay but it's it's the same thing like in greece didn't they like saran wrap their penis isn't that a thing? I don't know. That he, like, pulls out the saran wrap instead of a condom? That would be a nightmare, but probably. So, I don't know. I think I've seen Grace, like, twice. Well, like, yeah, it's probably safer than just going for it. I don't think that you can actually, like, trust the safety of a plastic bag as you would a dental dam. I always picture, like, I don't know if this is correct, but I always picture dental dams, you know, when you, like, go to the dentist, and not just because it says dental in it, um, and they put that, like, yeah. plastic sheet over your mouth and, like, cut a hole so you can breathe. It's like that, but without the, like, hole cut. That's off. actually what they look like. Oh. Like, I've seen like them online, not in purpose, like, but it's, like, that material and, like, stretchy. And, like, a big square, and then you put it where you're gonna engage. (laughs) (laughs) Engage. Thrusters. (laughs) Do you want to know something terrible? I wasn't gonna say this, but, like, (laughs) when you (laughs) said safe sex and vaginas, the first thing. Uh What do you think the first thing that came to my mind was? What? Just guess. What do you think? I have no idea. What? Take a A condom? (laughs) No. I was like, wear gloves. That's an actual thing. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. That was the second thing. Honestly, it's like crazy how educated I am. <laughs> I love that you got that. Okay. And that you're like almost embarrassed because that's how crazy it is that there's so lack of education that you were actually like you piece that together where you're like, there's no way. I was no. like that. No, I just must be like latex gloves. Wow. Yeah, that's a thing. Also, open communication. Make sure your partner isn't allergic to latex. That's so true. Yeah, because if you get a whole hand in there and it's covered in latex, game Oh, over. my. We're going there. We're going for the fisting. Okay. Um, okay, so gloves, mm-hmm. dental dam. I feel like that would like, kind of cover it, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mouth, like hands. Honestly, if there's if there's You could use things. a dental dam if you were scissoring, too. Yeah. Just, like, put it between you. Finger condoms. Isn't that just gloves with, like... But less coverage, yeah. You just cut the hand part off. It's just, like, the finger, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, as soon as it's vagina on vagina, like, in a scissoring sort of sense, it would be very hard to have safe sex. Like a full, like, latex cat suit. Like, literally, like, I can't think, like, you can't just hold the dental dams there. <laughs> um, another thing that uh, people might use if they're using... Uh, toys that they use from partner to partner put condoms on the toys Mm. so you know if you have a toy in your bedside table and you're not in a long-term relationship and that's not a toy that you've just purchased for that relationship then you'd want to use the same form of and you don't trust your like cleaning abilities well yeah and i mean especially since like even if you do it's just 
you also don't know if that other person has something that is going to get onto the toy. And then yeah. It's just an... It's peace a, of mind. <laughs> yeah, it's a peace of mind sort of thing. Um, obviously, sorry, just the chair just squeaks down here. <laughs> I thought a tiny clown was getting out of a car. <laughs> that was the best, the best thing that you could have thought of. Um, yeah, so that's all that I really know of. So if there's more, like, please do tell. Yeah, please tell me as well, because I actually want to know. But, yeah, and it, the shame is I didn't really know about these options and i feel like a lot of like queer women don't they just think oh it's two vaginas we don't need to do well anything. i think the fact that i felt stupid or like embarrassed to say it, it i think that speaks volume oh yeah so that there's not enough speaks volume one yeah. just one volumes speak volumes speaks it speaks <laughs> <They Loudly>. speak. <laughs> wow so like i nailed this i can explain no you actually i thought you were gonna be toast and i think you did too and you actually <laughs> did pretty good Sick. really good actually awesome Perfect. So we're kind of rapidly understanding that maybe sex as a topic was uh, biting off a little bit more than we could handle. (laughs) So we're going to consider this a part one of sex with Sean and (laughs) Brie. Of I can explain sex. In other words, we're not just having a one night stand. We're going to like keep seeing each other. Yeah, definitely. We're going to keep feeling things out together. (laughs) So yeah, we're going to consider this a part one and definitely tackle this again in the future. Yeah. So stay tuned for more episodes that are sex positive and sex themed. And hopefully we can delve into those topics a little deeper. Mm -hmm. We can get more questions from Blake. Yes. Blake, love that question. Thank you for that. Yes. Um, so that's it for this week's episode of I Can Explain. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at I Can Explain Podcast. Make sure to turn those post notifications on there so you can stay up to date with all the new episodes. And we really want to make sure that we are bringing you guys into this podcast as much as possible. So that's why we have segments like Gay ASMR where you can comment and let us know what you think it might be. And we want this to become more and more interactive. So yeah, make sure to check us out there. You can also find Sean at Sean.Lusk and myself at Brianne Williamson on Instagram if you want to check out what we really look like. But all around, thank you all so much for listening again. We'll be back to your ears next Monday and we'll see See you around around the the neighborhood. neighborhood.